That's a false start on me, Kim. So that's that, that's how it, how it works. It must be that toboggan you got on inside. <laughs> hey, keeping it warm, you know these cool cool fall days. I understand. I start. I know a tough one on on Sunday, but start you off with a maybe a silver lining. It just seemed like Justin Bethel played a high level game there. Um, sort of when it comes to special teams and production, what what. Would you say that, you know, what would you say about Justin in terms of his performance and where he's at? Yeah, you know, he's been doing a good job um, for us and he continues to improve and get better. And, um, you know, obviously he's one of those players that can impact the game in a lot of different ways. You know, um, he was able to get that ball out right there, you know, just the bouncing go our way. But, you know, he's doing a really good job competing. And, you know, obviously his speed and his athleticism show up, you know, and being locked in into the kicking game as well as handling his lows that, you know, present it to him defensively. He's doing a really good job. And, you know, he obviously, you know, shows up every week. It's just sometimes it's more maximized than others. That's for sure. And then maybe just on the opposite side, Cam, it just seems like on the punt pro, just like the, the count, just as the counting, you know, of the guys, um, maybe there's been a little of a struggle there at times. Um, is that what you're seeing? And if so, how do you correct that? Yeah, it, it all starts with me. I'll be completely honest. Like, I, I've got to make sure I'm doing a good enough job teaching and making sure the guys are understanding the fundamentals and and how we want to go about, you know, in picking up the protections and everything. So it really all falls back to me um, and getting that corrected and, and going about it practice and making sure I'm giving the guys the necessary looks and things that they're going to see in the game that can show up. And then, you know, that, and again, that goes back to the self-scout and breaking down opponents and being able to present, you know, to them – what they're going to anticipate seeing in the game. So yeah, that starts with me. And then, you know, I've got to do a good job presenting that to them. And then that way they can take it in the game and, and execute the techniques and uh, the fundamental part of everything that I'm trying to teach and coach. My last one came to, had the Cowboys run that type of look this season, or was that something different? The one that they got the, the block on? Yeah. The, you know, they do a lot of different things. You know, it's, it's kind of fun. When I mean, you go back and look at a lot of punt protections and stuff is, there's a lot of carryover through weeks of, of teams and there's a lot of lead concepts. So, you know, we practice a lot of different things um, each week and that's what we just got to get the guys ready for. Next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Evan Lazar. Uh, hi, Cam. I want to ask about the, um, going back to the, uh, the block punt, the, um, the situation getting the, uh, the punt unit on the field, it seems like you guys were holding the offense sort of in, um, limbo in a sec to, it wasn't just clear whether the t- special teams unit was coming out and then came out quick at the end for a quick change. What's the objective there where there's a sort of hesitation and then bringing out the team quickly and the quick change to getting the team set and then snapping it. Uh, can something like that lead to uh, potential issues with a uh, mixture of picking up assignments? Cause there's not so much time to get set. Yeah, anytime like we're holding the guys or, or we're sending them early, there's always a situational advantage um, and to that or that we're looking at. Maybe each situation is different. You know, um, some are clear and obvious and others are, they're not clear and obvious. So, you know, you got to just wait for the, the signal, wait for getting on with the guys have to wait for my signal is what I mean by that um, to go on the field. You know, and then when I send them that they know to get out there and get set. And then after they're set and everything, then we obviously got Cody making the calls and communicating that. You know, whatever look he gets, you know, we've got our, our verbiage and our communication there. You know, the operation, as long as we're able to get out there and get set, we functionally can operate at a, at a higher tempo. So. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Bob Sosie. 
Hey, Cam, how's it going? Good. Good. I want to ask you about Gunner um, returning kickoffs. The last couple of weeks seems like you guys have put him back in that role. So just what have you seen from Gunner out at practice uh, to allow him to go back there and return kicks as well as punts? Yeah, he, he obviously does a great job tracking the ball, getting there and filling the ball and getting vertical. You know, he runs hard. You can see that every time he touches the ball. You know, he runs aggressive. He gets vertical. You know, he's able to make guys miss in space, which is obviously an added advantage because you know, there's a lot of times, you know, you don't – if you're doubling guys on whether it's the punt return schemes or the kick return schemes, you can't block them all. You know, you can't go out there and say, I want to double every single, all 10 guys or 11 guys out there. So you got to have a guy that can, you know, run hard, run vertical. And he does a really good job communicating to the guys back there, whether he's going to end up bringing the ball, not bringing the ball. You know, he's doing a really good job making decisions, you know, and obviously we'd always talk about ball handling and ball security and getting the ball back to our offense in any situation. And he's been able to handle the ball well and communicate to the guys to when he's going or not going. So that's really effective for us. And, uh, you know, like I said, he's doing a great job for us back there. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Evan. Next question, Bob Sosi. All right, thanks, Dace. Uh, good morning, Cam. Morning, Bob. Hey, want to follow up uh, on Evan's question quickly with Gunner. Last year we saw him on kick returns and then kind of was removed from that role and started excelling at punt returns. How much has he improved in the kicking game as a kick returner? in addition to what you're talking about as a punt returner? Yeah, you know, he's obviously had some improvement for sure there, you know, and he continues to get better. And there's obviously still room for improvement, you know, and, and that's the thing that he's done really good at is, you know, understanding the schemes we're doing, where he should go, how he should hit it, when he should return, not return. You know, the development, you know, is not just him running hard with the ball. Like, I mean, he's, we've always seen him compete and run hard with the ball. The other things are the little things he's starting to improve on, the communication, the getting the vertical, the stems, you know, little things more that on kickoff return that show up more than punt return. A lot of times on punt return, you catch it, you make one guy miss and there's space. Kick return, there's going to be space to start most of the times. Now it's the reading of the blocks, the cutting, setting your blocks up, you know, being able to really press your blockers. He's really starting to excel at that, you know, and like I said, cut tight off of blocks and get vertical. One, one more for you. The last few weeks, we've seen games come down to field goals late in regulation. Nick with a couple of opportunities. And then, of course, for Dallas, their line on Sunday. And I didn't have a chance to ask Nick this question, so I'll pose it to you. On the sideline, kicker's warming up. He's kicking into the net as the offense is marching downfield. What kind of communication goes on with that kicker, holder, snapper, are they managing the game in their heads thinking, okay, this is what coach is probably thinking, this, you know, as that drive is unfolding, you know, whether they're going to be called upon and when they're going to be called upon. Yeah. Uh, there, there's definitely some, some parts of that, of you know, how much do I need to kick in the net? I don't want to overkick in the net, you know, over on the side, those type of things are, you know, obviously for Nick, for Nick, you know, being the field goal kicker and everything, he knows like, unless we have the ball, he's probably not warming up, you know, now, you know, there's obviously the sudden change and things like that where, hey, if we get a, you know, turnover for a score, well, he's got to go out and kick the extra point immediately. Those are actually the ones that are a little bit harder because you haven't kicked into the net really and gotten warmed up and ready to go. And then, you know, we stay in tune and we meet, you know, before we meet, you know, during the game, we communicate. And it's like, all right, well, you know, once we kind of cross, you know, midfield, you know, we're in a situation where we could be punting, we could be kicking field goals. You, you know, you want to get them both ready to go. And depending on the down, the distance, they stay in tune to that. And they're communicating, okay, hey, 
you know, coaches told us, you know, at this marker, we're probably going to kick the field goal this game or this marker, we're going to punt. So they're in tune to that, you know, and that's why you see them kind of warming up. You know, obviously when the offenses get the ball, Nick will take a couple kicks there, you know, and as we drive, he may take a few more. Just depends on how the series is going and where the ball's at, you know, as far as where he's doing and then how many kicks is Jake getting? You know, Jake's obviously getting warmed up in the net as well. So it all depends a lot of the ball position and the field position, how much they're actually kicking in that drive. If you don't mind mentioning, you mentioned Jake because we saw Amendola, the Jets kicker, uh, very early this season had to go out and punt for the first time in his life, and he said he had never even practiced punting. How much does Jake practice field goal kicking during the week? Uh, he, he definitely gets some of that um, throughout the week and everything. You know, obviously, if we had to get Jake out there, if something was to happen, we you know we'd obviously put him out there. He's our backup kicker. All right, thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. Well. My next question, Mike Reese. Yeah, just circling back on Nick Folk, uh, you know, he's been limited the last couple of weeks and on the injury report says left knee. Just sort of what type of toughness have you seen from him? We don't often talk about kickers and toughness, but what have you observed from him just to could, you know, continue to play through whatever he's dealing with? Yeah, he, he's definitely got some mental toughness. Um, he goes out there every week and he's doing a great job for us, you know, and obviously he's dealing with an element there and stuff, but, you know, he's obviously pushing forward. He's taking care of his body and he's, able to get out there. So it just shows his toughness, his competitiveness, you know, to make sure he's out there for the team and ready to go and, and giving us the best chance, you know, to make kicks and everything. Last one, Cam, as we look ahead to the Jets, uh, Berrios, we know, is a returner. It looked like Dave Carter doing some more returning from the last time maybe that you saw him, or was that like what what, do you, what changes or what do you see from them as we, we look ahead here? Yeah, you know, they, they've definitely got a really good return, return game. Boyer does a great job in the return game with Barrios back there. He's explosive, making the first guy miss, getting vertical. Um, you know, they had Tevin Coleman was back the last time, and he broke the big one this past weekend um, or two weekends ago. And, you know, he's explosive running back. That's a big guy that can get downhill. You know, so you're going to have to actually wrap him up, you know. And Boyer does a lot with his schemes, and which presents a, it's a good challenge for our guys in the coverage units because those are two guys, guys we have to cover. Um, and we have to get off the blocks and, you know, and win at the point of attack. So it'll be a really good opportunity for our guys, you know, to, to come forward, come ready to play, and, you know, hopefully have a good game. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Cam. Thanks, everyone. Thank you all.